season two. Season two. What was it in German? Spy. 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 Season dose. Season dose. Season two. Not one or three, but two. One plus one equals two. Two, which means they've been letting us do this for entirely too long, but. Two, get it? Ha <laughs> ha. We gonna go with it. You made it funny. Entirely too long for season too two. Too long. Ha ha ha. Giggity. All right, everybody. And welcome back to We're Just Talking. You are season in Season two. Season two. And you are in luck because. As we just said, it's season two. Season two. And they let us do this again, which is really shocking. Not really sure how or why. Yeah. But, you know, we're excited about it. I hope we're you ready. guys are as well. <laughs> yeah, we've got a bunch of uh, topics and stuff we're going to cover. This episode uh, is, I want to say it's a hotly anticipated one, but I don't know if that's true. Because, okay, I'm going to, we're going to go through this episode and I just want, I want to see, I want some feedback on who thinks that they would want to go to this place after we talk about it because we have a lot to say about it but at the end of the day we stand by our decision to go there and uh and we were obsessed with it um so if you can't tell so far we're talking about travel blog we're gonna do another travel blog today um for thailand thailand (laughs) yeah I think we've so, mentioned, but we've mentioned before a couple of times yeah, that we've been to Thailand. Yeah, and I'm choking. I'm sorry, I'm choking because I've been sucking down this drink. And our, to be honest, our alcoholism has now spiraled out of control. Uh, we've uh, escalated from having wine um, during recording to just hard liquor now at this point. Yeah, so. but that's also because we already drank all the wine. <clears throat> yeah, so. well, yeah. I mean, that in itself <laughs> is is spiraling out of control. So that's no, fine. it's ridiculous. We go to the we go to the liquor store and we get you know three four bottles of wine and that lasts maybe a week. Right. And then it's like, because we're not, because we we're again? not honest with ourselves. That's really what it is. We're delusional. We should just start like a. We should just join like a wine club. <clears throat> You've you said know? that before, but that doesn't necessarily address the problem. It just exacerbates it. You know. I don't see what the problem is. The problem is we don't have any wine. Right yeah, now. I guess. I guess it yeah. depends on how you look at and it. But now, now we have to resort to hard liquor. Yeah. On a what is it Monday? On a Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday really, really out of control. Okay. <laughs> so what are you drinking? Tell us what you're drinking. Uh, so I just made this up right now. So I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, so my um whiskey of choice, right? It's a bourbon. It's uh Johnny Walker Black. Um, and what I decide to do right now is I put it in a whiskey glass with some ice, a little bit of Johnny Walker, and I threw in some mango. Normally I never mix. Normally I just drink this straight. Cause that's what you're supposed to do, but I decided this time to give it a little kick, so I mix it with um, mango lemonade truly seltzer. Oh, you mix it with a truly? <laughs> that's like true alcoholism. Why not mix it with mouthwash? I mean, I would if that's all I had. <laughs> okay, wow, I didn't know you did that. I thought that that was something I don't know what I thought it was, but it's well, it was either drink it with <laughs> drink it with a truly or drink it with a freaking Heineken light. Ew, yeah, so exactly. Well, no, you don't have any other, I guess, or just drink it. So you could have no, just drank it straight. Does that make you feel better that you're not drinking it straight? No, I normally just drink it straight, but. Our children are misbehaving. Oh, I thought that was the ice behind machine. you. No. Oh. oh, I hear them. Do you hear them screaming? I hear Max screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. Great. Our cats are screaming in the hallway. Okay. Well, um, so Carly, what just... are you drinking? Because your, your drink looks delicious. Yeah. Um. So I also have a Truly Lemonade. I just put it over ice and I put, I had these like frozen strawberries that I put in the freezer because they were about to go bad. So I was like, let me just freeze these so that um, I can A, use them for a smoothie, which would be the health conscious thing to do. Or I can use them as an ice ice cubes in my Monday evening cocktail. And uh, I chose the latter. So that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, the choice was always there for us to just not have a drink. You know, we could just not have a drink, but I mean, yeah. what kind of fun is that? It's not. No, it's not. It's not fun. No. Um, so anyway, barring any interruptions from our um, unruly offspring in the hallway. Um, kitties. Yeah, kitties. Three kitties. No humans, just just fur babies. Yeah. The, the other night, um, the two boys uh, were um, WWE wrestling, yeah. WrestleMania 2020. Oh, yeah. That was bad. Bitch. Yeah, I mean they were they were somersaulting each yeah. other from the from the the loft all yep. the way down to the bottom floor, and yeah. then, you know come to find out, wake up in the morning, go downstairs to feed them, and there's freaking black and gray hairballs, like all tufts over the of place. hair. That's how we know it was bad because there's like they ripped each other's hair out, and yeah. there's like tufts of hair. I had to vacuum it up. They were talking shit to each other too. Yeah, and you well you yeah. yelled at Max, but she happened to be not be involved, and she was in bed with us. Normally, I feel like she's the instigator, but actually it's Jordy. Jordy is the instigator. Jordy, yeah. Jordy, you see Jordy before you hear him. So yeah. he just appears and then he's just like in your face. So if he does that to his siblings, I can imagine how that's he's unsettling. Always, he's always wearing a black tuxedo. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just, you know, he's just a Bond guy. Yeah. 
and he's just always in always in a tuxedo and it's just it doesn't matter what time of day he's nope. always in a tuxedo yeah. it's so stupid <laughs> it's so stupid i always say that and people are like har har he's a tuxedo cat i get it <laughs> yeah it's like but do you get it though and do you get it i don't but think do you get, get it because he's an assassin he is yeah he and, fits the role and he wears white gloves white gloves and white boots yeah yeah okay he's something else. Right, i believe guy. i think he works for like not the raf but he works for like the uh like a 007 agency yeah isn't that what i said he's 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 intelligence for um the British government. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's definitely British, I decided. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I came to that conclusion, but I'm just I'm really confident that he's British. And I feel like if he could speak, it would be in a British accent. Or if he could or if he wasn't British, he would be Quagmire from Family Guy. No, I see I don't think so. I think he's got that like sophisticated or, Okay, so he would be um <laughs> he would be Buzz Killington from Family Guy. No. <laughs> <That's what he> <laughs> I don't know why he has to be a family guy character. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. So in the past couple weeks, uh, I feel like we've we've missed recording. We, you know, we've been on a break and uh, been thinking about a lot of stuff that we want to record for this season. Um, we're hoping that um, everybody's tuning in. Um, I know that in terms of the status of the world, uh, people are starting to go back to work. So I'm hoping that we can provide some sort of levity and entertainment for you on your commute on Mondays, at least. Um, Julian actually started a new position in his job. It's he's working for the same company, but he started a new position. Um, and yeah, his schedule changed a little bit, but he's kind of in training, so we're kind of moving through that. Um, yeah, a little bit of on-site, a little bit of uh, working home virtually. So it's been nice little adjustment, nice little change. Uh, I will say though, when this training stops and I'm fully integrated into my new role, um, I'm not gonna lie, my work schedule definitely kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's um, it's it's only temporary for a little while, and uh, you know sometimes we have to uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable if we're trying to grow within our lives and within our careers. Sometimes you got to do things for a little while that uh, aren't ideal, but once you get through it, it's, you know, hopefully it's normally worth it on the end. You know. Yeah. Or you know. Worth on the, uh, yeah. the other side, you know. And you're never locked into something. I feel like you can always just come back and like reevaluate. If you had to, although yes. I do feel like I'm a prisoner to being a lawyer, but that's mm. just a different story. And that's yeah. that's a that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So we've been super busy. Um, plan like I said, planning out episodes. Um, you know, finishing up summer here, which kind of sucks. Uh, oh, we're, and we're what still what still oh, dealing with what. When we first started this, we were like, so this is week 933. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying not to go there because I feel like we talk about this like too much. Um, But yeah, we're still dealing with the pandemic. I mean, it is what it is at this point. But Mm -hmm. we're wrapping up summer. Um, We're coming up on Labor Day weekend, which I cannot believe is already here. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking forward to some barbecues, hanging out, um, Jersey Shore style. Uh, Again, it's, it's been like a watered down version because of the state of affairs that we're in. But... Um, we're super excited for football season. I know, um, we were a little skeptical about, you know, even having a football season. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad that as of right now we are right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, no fans, no fans, which I mean, mean, okay. So for me, like baseball is unbearable to watch on TV. I'll watch baseball live all day, but watching baseball on TV, like actually causes me physical pain. So on a regular day so without the fans it's like really boring for me like i really can't watch it without fans because i I mean i feel like you don't realize like the element of people watching and people being like live there with the athletes i feel like it adds a huge element huge yeah because otherwise you're just watching like what would what you would assume would be like a scrimmage or like practice like that's what it feels like you're watching but um like home field advantage yeah you know yeah. When the crowd gets loud yeah and it becomes electric and their chance and whatever else yeah, yeah. That's, that's a huge part of the game that, yeah like it's it's a huge it's part missing of the game. Yeah, yeah now it's missing so it's kind of like i mean i haven't thought it to be t- too terrible without it i mean it'd be nice to have it but um yeah you know football's football but the thing is too like a lot of times, you know, the players themselves get a lot of their uh, energy from the crowd. You know, the crowd's yeah. energy feeds off to the players. So yeah. it's like, are we going to see times where people are just like, yeah, I'm kind of bored playing this game right now. When's it over? Yeah, you know? and it's like, crazy that like all of these sports seasons have like real ramifications. Like they have, oh, like yeah. there's real, like, you know, you're playing for something like you would be any other season. So mm-hmm. it's like, you. I guess you're going to kind of, it'll be interesting to see how like some athletes thrive, some don't. I mean, I don't know that like, the existence of fans could like really impact like someone's performance that much. But I mean, if all things are even, you know, I, everybody's suffering from it. So it's not like you right, know one yeah. person's targeted, but all things are even. Yeah. yeah. All things are even. But 
it'll be interesting to see um, kind of how, you know, some players like really feed off the crowd. Some like, you know, there's less, less pressure, I would assume, like, you know, for some. I mean, they're still on TV. So yeah. it's not like they're not performing in front of somebody. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's almost like, I feel like these guys could almost like forget that. Most of them do, and most of them are doing it their whole lives. Yeah, like the crowd, like they don't even think don't twice even about it. Yeah, well, they don't—they just don't even think twice about it. Like, yeah, people are watching me. Uh, it was okay. They've been watching yeah. my entire life. You know, this is what I do. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know, but we're coming into September. Actually, today is the last day of August, which is crazy. Um, we have a kind of late Labor Day this year. Um, it's like a week into September, which sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a little late this year. But the weather has been kind of, you know mild lately it's been good it was like really hot in july like all of july was really really hot so i feel that fall breeze i know you don't feel the same way but i feel that fall breeze and i get excited mm-hmm. and you hate it i don't hate it i love it i, I like, love the change of seasons i just like you like hot and summer hot summer yeah. and you have to just pool and beach and just all year long yeah why not you know? i'm into that but i feel like it also like when we talk about like our trips and stuff like for example the trip we're going to talk about today we took in November. November. So we went to like a very tropical climate in November when it was like starting to get cold here. So yeah, it was not. No, it's. I I think that. So if you live in the Northeast or you live in a place that gets cold in the winter, Mm -hmm. I think it's really good that like if you plan to go to like warm places during the winter, it makes it better. That's exciting. Yeah. Then like when you leave, you're you're in the cold. Right. And when you land, you're like there's the sun. Yeah. But I think that makes it better. I think that's part of why I like the season so much is because you can plan those trips and go away, and it's that much better. Mm -hmm. Whereas like I feel like in the summer, like we never go away in the summer because we're always like, well, we live in a vacation spot. So and it's, yeah, I we're mean, by the beach. It's warm. Like we did one trip this summer, and it was just it was just to North Carolina just to see. Yeah, um, that see I mean, brother. yeah, that's like a mini trip. Um, I was talking more like um, like a trip, trip, like a, like a trip, yeah. trip that we do. Like, like we went to week. Aruba. We went to Aruba at the beginning of yeah March. when it was cold. Yeah, and it was gross. Well, it was out. Still cold here. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. freezing. So that like was a perfect. I was actually that was a perfect time to go away because I get like really seasonally depressed around that time. Around like. Yeah, when the holidays are over. Holidays are over. You're in like February, March. Oh my God. I get into like the doldrums. I can't even take it. It's really bad. (laughs) And I complain and I get like anxiety. And then you just throw a pandemic on top of that and it's just great. You know, I just really, my mental health is just soaring. Get it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, today we're talking about Thailand, travel blog, Thailand. Um, A lot of people have heard a lot of these stories. A lot of our friends have heard these stories before and like always ask us to repeat them because they're just so like... (laughs) so crazy we went to thailand with my brother and his now fiance um in november when what year was it oh god i don't even know 27 you know what i can i'm gonna move through this podcast by looking at the photos because that's gonna help me like i think it was 2017 compartmentalize yes you're right 2017 yeah Yeah. for a second week in november 2017 um the way we booked this trip is kind of funny. We, and this is like the, the thing I lead with every time we talk about Thailand, we were like sitting in our apartment, um, in February of 2017. And it was like literally blizzarding outside and we were like watching movies or something. And like, I just looked at Julian and I was like, when, like, where should we go? Like, let's, let's plan a trip right now. And both of us, like at that time, hadn't really gone away, like on any big trips together. Like we had gone to Disney, but we hadn't, right. We hadn't been no, we had gone to Disney. I think we went to Charleston. Yeah, uh, it was all like here. North Carolina. All stuff here. Uh, yeah. No big yeah. trips. Nothing. I'm trying to but think like, of myself. Nothing huge. Yeah, no big trips. But we like individually had traveled so much. And like we both love traveling. So we were like, let's plan a big trip together. Like let's go somewhere together. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we were like, all right, where have we never been? And we're like, all right, neither of us have been to Asia. Um, Actually, that's not true. You yeah you were in the middle east but that's not doesn't really count i'm not counting that part yeah. of asia yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that doesn't count um but in terms of vacationing we it does count to okay before people come for me it does count no, no it, it's asia <laughs> it right. does count I'm, yes we'll, we'll it's asia less. and his deployment counts yes i'm talking about vacations okay yeah just to clear the air on that right um right or, or to say that it's not part of asia when it when that that it certainly part is. Of the world is yeah part, it is part it of is asia. part right. of asia right. yeah so so we were like, oh, you know, we haven't been like neither of us have been to um, like Far East Asia, like Japan, China, like any of those places. And my one friend was like talking about going to China and like, oh, you know, I was thinking about planning a two week trip to China. Do you want to go? And I was like, nah, like, I don't know if that would be my first choice. But the two of us kind of just landed on Thailand because we were like, I-, I thought back to like some of my friends in college, like a lot of people like either 
spent a summer in Thailand for some reason, like our age group, like spent either a summer in Thailand or like studied abroad in Thailand or, you know, did some kind of major trip to Thailand. So I was like, you know, we've heard such good things about Thailand. Let's, let's go there. I hear it's a, it's a great place to vacation. It's super cultured. It's, it's great. So we landed on Thailand and kind of like without dispute, we just picked Thailand. Right. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like I just, like we were just like, yeah, Thailand works. Like, yeah, I knew like I had friends in the um in the military who uh, you know took leave and went to Thailand or something. Yeah, you know I had a friend who actually went by himself mm-hmm. for like you know ten days and was like, yeah, yeah, it was like the best time of my life. Yeah, so yeah, like, okay. and I've heard like amazing <laughs> things about like all their beaches, their islands, temples, like Buddhist culture, like all that stuff over there. So, um, we booked the trip and <laughs> the two of us were living on like a really tight budget at the time, and so we were looking online and like. I was like in the dark web, like in the doldrums of the internet looking for like a booking to Thailand. Cause okay. First of all, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, that's number one. (laughs) And number two, um, we were like, okay, we're too poor to get a travel agent. We're too poor to go, you know, um, fly like a normal airline. We're too poor. Like we really couldn't afford the trip. But like once we knew that once we got there, the American dollar goes pretty far in Thailand. So we were just like kind of, putting like a piecemeal trip together like i don't even know like we just searched it right we just searched the I week think we just searched it to see what we could the find. 10 days that we wanted to go yeah well i think we just yeah. picked. i think we just picked like random 10 days yeah from, from a month that we're like all right we can november shoot for this month. yeah picked a random 10 days and yeah boom the prices come up with the prices come up and we were on like a shady website and it was like you know your entire trip um will be like $850 per person. I, I don't think it was shit. I think it was, it was like, was it, what website was it? it like it was like, it was, some, it was like, a, it, it was like a, like it a was Expedia. like a kayak. Yeah. It was like a kayak.com Something type like website that, yeah. that like puts everything together. So you're not booking directly through the airline. You're not booking directly through hotel. a hotel. It's, it's yeah. It's like a, yeah. it's like a travel, but it was like, it was not Expedia. Like I know that no. it was just like a random website yeah. and like, like cheapo air or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's was it. it. That air? was it. Cheapo yeah, yeah, air. yeah. Okay. Cheapo air. Cheapo air, which sounds which sounds pretty legit. I mean, cheapo air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cheapo air. So I, I, I had used it before, so I, I knew it was legitimate when we were doing it. So and it. then me, like I would be puzzled <laughs> if I got caught in like a back alley, like and was kidnapped. Like I'd be like, Why did this happen to me? But no. like all the writing was on the wall. I mean it was bad. <laughs> yeah. So we booked through cheapo air. Um and we, like I said, 850 bucks per person. And that included flight and hotel for so, the 10 days. For, so for 10 days per person, yep. flight plus hotel was only 850 US dollars. Yeah. Which is, I mean, anybody who's flown internationally knows that that's insane. Like you pay that less, you pay more than that just for the flight. And we were booking, we booked it like what, almost a year out? Was yeah. It almost a year eight out? months. Eight months. Yeah. So we booked it a, a while in advance. Seven months. And um, I think it was long. I thought it was almost a year ago. February. It. it was February. It was February? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we booked it like February. We went and we left the following April. Uh, excuse me, November. <laughs> You're thinking Peru. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Thailand uh, went, was November. Went the following November. And then, um, yeah, no. So that was it. Like done. 850 yeah. bucks. That's flight plus hotel. And like blissfully just like this will be fine and like i think back to like me now thinks back to me then and i was like why did i think that like that that plane would even leave like i don't even know well no because it got contracted through a legit airline air china yeah that's a major airline it is a major airline yeah it's part of star alliance isn't it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's part of star alliance and i just was like the two of us were just so excited for it we just didn't like we were just like duh we're just not gonna check this out like it'll just it'll be fine like everything will be fine so and another thing, like while we were booking it, they all of the hotels showed up, um, like your hotel options. And just to give you a little example of how just how far the American dollar goes in Thailand, the hotel showed up and there were a million different choices. They were all virtually the same same names, I would say. Right. Uh, they yeah. were all like random. What, the, like the, the American names of it? Yeah. The like they were names? all like happy, good, hotel. happy, good hotel. <laughs> very nice. nice. Hotel. <laughs> very nice hotel. hotel. Strawberry <laughs> apple hotel. Like it was just like random <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> English words and hotel. Very, very good. Hotel. Very, very good. Nice <laughs> hotel. And so, but they, but you know, obviously it comes, well, not obviously, but it pops up, uh, in order of like five star, four star, three star. And literally the four and five star hotels were $20 a night. Yeah, well, and that's not an exaggeration. Hotels like, what, a four star? Yeah. Like four, four and a half stars. Something yeah. Like that. It was nice. Yeah. And was like nice. we picked it based on, um, you know, location, like what 
kind of businesses we saw around it and stuff like that and how close it was to the beach we wanted to be able to walk to the beach um and just to be clear we went to phuket which is um the southern part it's like an island um off of thailand it's part of thailand but it's called phuket and um it's like a beach a lot of people are familiar with Krabby beach that's on phuket um tri trang beach is on phuket and uh chiang mai right chiang yeah. mai yeah is on phuket and uh so we we booked our full vacation there and i always say to julian like looking back i would have liked to go inland to like bangkok and see like the cultural yeah inland stuff and like the mountains or whatever um but super happy with how the trip went and uh you know it was i mean absolutely beautiful but yeah so we booked a hotel for literally it was literally i think it was 21 dollars a night mm-hmm. 21 american dollars a night so um that gives you a little perspective as to how much we were actually spending in thailand versus on the flight I mean, the flight was, you know, 90% of what we paid was the flight. Yeah. yeah um, I think so. Yeah. So then <laughs> we booked it and we were so excited. And, you know, Julian's like the type that's like, oh, this trip isn't happening for, like we said, seven months or whatever, six months, seven months. So like he wasn't, it wasn't even in his headspace until October. Until like it got close to yeah. time to go to Thailand. And yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. And you're like, oh, shit, it's time. Almost time to go to Thailand. Yeah. Cool. And so yeah. out of sight, out of mind, like I look at the flight itinerary and I was like, oh, 15 hours to Beijing and then six hours to uh, Phuket. Phuket. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'll be fine. And it's like, will it though? Because I've never, ever been on a flight that long, but I just assumed it would be okay. Um, It's easy to think that when you're seven months out, but um, we, so we booked it and we had all intentions. I mean, we had just booked it for ourselves. We didn't say anything to anybody because, I mean, Asia is one of those things that like, and it's so far away and like that type of plane ride, like it's, it's some, some people are just not wired for stuff like that. So like we didn't even put it out to like our friends or like other family members because I'm like, there's nobody that's going to want to like follow us here. Like, you know, um, mostly because the flight is just so long and I feel like you have to build your flight endurance to get to that point. And like I said, Julian and I had been traveling like for our whole lives. So we've been yeah. on long flights yeah but we never we hadn't taken a flight like that in a, in a while yeah both. yeah so but we we kind of like we knew both what to expect yeah we both you flew we both to the knew. middle east you flown you've flown to europe i've flown to europe right. like we, we, we knew it was gonna suck yeah and we were fully prepared for it to suck so but we also fully understand that a lot of people are not willing to get on an airplane for that long so um we booked it by ourselves and then my brother got wind that we were doing it and he just was like can i come i'm like sure if you want to so uh he and his uh now fiance booked their trip and they met us there um but interestingly enough they flew through the middle east to get there they flew dubai right dubai yeah doha airport mm-hmm. which is in dubai oh, isn't doha in qatar qatar okay yeah qatar, qatar yeah. excuse me I was thinking about the um, dubai, but never mind. no you're right it was doha it threw me off the the d in doha threw me okay. off um yeah they they stopped over in qatar so they flew east from north carolina and then they went from Qatar to uh, Phuket, which I believe was a quicker flight than ours, too, if I recall correctly. If I'm it not was, sure. it wasn't by much. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. At that point, you're on an airplane for double-digit hours. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, I think their flight was I, – I know their flight was more pleasant simply because they flew into Doha. And Doha is just like a nicer airport than where we were. But yeah, um, we'll get into that when we talk about our flight. Um yeah, so we uh, booked it together, and uh, we were good to go. And Ju- so we met. We ended up meeting there, but Julian and I got there first. And what did we do there as soon as we got there? Well, well, one, we flew to Beijing uh-huh. in a changeover. Uh-huh. Um, Beijing. We're not gonna even get into Beijing right now, but um, uh, that, yeah, that was a whole like you had to you had to like go to a certain terminal, so you didn't have to leave the airport, but you had to leave the airport, go back through security. Yeah, you had yeah you had to go to, through customs in China. Yeah, and then like you said, you had to stay on the international wing, but you had to go back through customs. Yeah, like, through Chinese customs. And it was like if we didn't have a layover that was like an hour and a half, we would have been in trouble. Yeah, because um, it was moving so slow that like we would have missed our connecting flight. I think so to Phuket, but. All right, well, we can talk about Beijing and the return. Yeah, because we were miserable, equally miserable. But actually, we were more miserable coming back. There, yeah, there's a, there's a, you can definitely, when you land in Beijing, you know that you're not in. You know you're in China. You know you're in China. In the mountains of China. Or somewhere else, yeah. yeah. So then we flew to uh, Phuket, and then we um, we land. So, oh, okay, you know, the airport has, you know, heat and things like that, <laughs> and lights. And lights there's, and there's smiles. People trying to sell me <laughs> shit, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we. Um, Everybody, we, okay, first things first, as soon as we got off the plane in Thailand, Everybody was so pleasant, so nice. They were. 
Everybody was such a treat. If anybody tells you that, you know, I I mean, I know we're rude as Americans. I know like when people come here where people are like, geez, you know, because you go virtually anywhere else and people are like kind and like accommodating and whatever. But um, particularly I noticed in Thailand, the people there are just so friendly, so nice. Um, Yeah. But I just want to I just want to say that before we get into it. So that we landed like around midnight. So we get to our hotel. It's like what? Was it midnight? Oh, it was yeah, late right, as yeah. hell. It was, was it, yeah, it was right. It was yeah, late. and it was a whole day apart from where we came. Like our the time change was just absurd because it was we were on a plane for a total of twenty one hours. Yeah. So, so twenty one hours on the flight total. So we land. You know, we get a, a taxi to our hotel. It's like one or two a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had pre booked the driver. Yeah. Um, I used uh. Alex, right? Yeah, Alex. I yeah. used a travel advisor, uh, or tra- I'm sorry, trip advisor uh, recommendation for that. Um, I just read that uh, it's good to have like a, uh, you know, a car set up for you when you get there. Um, so we booked Alex and like literally if you search Alex Thailand or Phuket taxi in, uh, on TripAdvisor, you'll, you'll find it immediately. He's uh, He was great. Um, he has a bunch of drivers that took us. But we get into the airport. We took... Um, we exchanged our money quickly because we were told that, uh, or from my research, I learned that, um, you know, they, not everywhere takes American dollars. I know that like you go to Europe and like other countries and things like that, like a lot of places will take American money in addition to their own money. But, um, in Thailand, that's really not the case, right? I don't think we used American dollars anywhere. No, but I think, no, they, they accepted American dollars. I think, I believe. No, I don't think they did. Yeah, they did. I remember that. Yeah, they did. Why did we exchange all our money then? We didn't ex- because we didn't know that at, oh. at that time. But I know like they they definitely took U.S. dollars. Oh, so I thought... no, they did. They did. They did. Hmm. I remember it. They took it. U.S. But it wasn't everywhere, was it? Uh, Maybe in like those little bodegas, like because a lot of the stuff that we were buying was in like little bodegas and like family-owned shops and stuff like that. So it was just easier to have like the local currency. So um yeah so so we exchanged the money and the Thailand the Thai uh, currency unit is bought. So, mm-hmm. and there's 33 bot to $1, one American dollar, I think 33, 34. It depends on what it is now, but yeah. Yeah. Like so it that. just th- completely throws you off when they tell you that like, you know, water is like 200 bot or whatever you're right. like, uh, it's really like <laughs> $5, whatever dollar or something. Yeah. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. So, yeah, we get to the hotel, and it's like, I don't know, let's say 2 a.m., and then Carly, you know, <laughs> trying to be a badass, like she no, is, decides... It that. I was just trying to experience all to, the things. ...to register us for a CrossFit competition <laughs> in Phuket, at CrossFit Phuket, right? Yeah. Just so happens that the day we land was when they were having a CrossFit competition. So we, like, wake up at 5.30, 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Right? Like, after going to bed at maybe 2.30. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. With, with like, jet lag. Yeah, after, like, a 21, 24 yeah. and a half hour flight, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we get up, and our, we <laughs> take our asses, we get a, we get the taxi, we, we find CrossFit Phuket, and we go. Um, and, you know, it was ran by, uh, I think he was an either a Brit or Australian or uh, British. yeah. There's a lot of um, Australian, Australian and British, and British uh, yeah, presence, like business yeah. owners there. Yeah. A lot of the vacationers, it's interesting. A lot of the vacationers are um, Russian, Australian, mm-hmm. or British. Yeah. Um, I would say. New Zealand, maybe. Overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so a lot of times you'll see like businesses that are owned by, uh, if you see like a white person that owns, you know, like in this case, there are white people owning the gym. Um, they were from Great Britain yep. and I believe the one guy was a British soldier at one point. Possibly. Yeah. But let's just say that again, like, uh, so it's hot, it's humid. Oh my God. And I'm like, the first thing going through my mind yeah. is I'm like, I'm a history like geek and all that. I'm like, wow, this is what, you know, the soldiers in Vietnam <laughs> must've felt like. It was, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and to, to just get off of a 21 hour flight and, you know, jet lag, all that stuff, you're in a different country. Like that on its own is enough. But when you take like we were coming from like 50, 60 degrees and now we're in like 100 plus degrees with 100 plus humidity, like just not smart, not a good move. But 
in my defense, I was really just trying to experience everything. Like I just saw that it, I was like, Oh, it's meant to be, there's a CrossFit comp. Like, let's go do it. We'll meet people. And it's I mean, true. I was down too. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, we didn't even make it through the first day, but <laughs> yeah, we left. Like, we did like two events and then we left, but, two or three events, um, we like, oh, but done. we showed up and we met some cool people. We did. Yeah. yeah we yeah. met some really cool people. And there was one girl who was like a beast and she, um, she was from Finland. Okay. Remember her? Yeah. She was so. from, her name was like Ellie or Ella or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she was from Finland, oh, that's right, yeah. but she had just moved to Koh Samui, which is another part of Thailand. It's like an island. South yeah. Of Phuket, right. And yeah. she was just like, yeah, I just, you know, I just live here now. And you know, I, I mean, it's just wild. Like other people's experiences. Like that's part of, that's what I love about traveling is you learn like other people's lives. Like, I mean, never in my, has it ever crossed my mind to just like up and leave and go to Koh Samui and just like start a life there. But like she did. And it's just so cool to like hear her story and you know what she does. And I think now she owns a CrossFit gym in Koh Samui. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's really cool. And, um, we met a lot of other cool people, a lot of people from Hong Kong. Um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people there like traveling. Like I think when they have, this was a pretty big like regional CrossFit comp. So there was people coming from other parts of Asia to do it. Yeah. Um, and there was like a little contingent from uh, Hong Kong. There was a couple of uh, like Americans who lived Americans, there too. Who yeah. just lived there, you know. Yeah. Like going to work afterwards, you know. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. And it was literally up on a dirt road. And like I said, we made it through two events and almost died. They put me in a weighted vest for the first event and I almost passed away. So um i mean they were, they were taking a pretty like hardcore. We, we were there honestly just trying to get a workout yeah in, to experience and it was like no you need to do this like 100 percent. how i'm asking you to do it and i was like uh, i'm gonna actually die so. so i think we did like three events three, i think we yeah. did total three yeah and then you know, we were just like you want to just go you want to just bounce and then and i was, was like, like we are dropping out of this competition like keep my entry fee i don't care like whatever so um we came out and like we just walked like we noticed during the first workout there was like a there was like a run that we had to do in the first workout so we saw on that run at the very end of the road the dirt road that the crossfit gym was on there was like this little like smoothie shack remember yeah they, all over like Thailand. juice yeah juice like bars, juice bar and smoothie, smoothie shacks pro- yeah all so over. we stopped and got a smoothie and then we walked like we we're like all right let's just like walk like because we were maybe 15 20 minutes from our hotel right mm, chiang like mai that. yeah yeah we had tried we had driven to chiang mai again we had alex show up for us at five because he's like mm. okay these people are stupid but he was probably looking at us like what is wrong with you no i just we just didn't really have a plan yeah you know? but like, oh, no, no no so where did we go we walked to that mom and pa- that yep it was like a family street. it was literally a side street it looked like somebody's house like but like room. It was like somebody's living room and there was like a sign in the door that was like, um, we like what they had curries, like three different curries Something like that, yeah. and like pad thai. And it was, and it was, I mean, the it, best Thai food. Okay. So <laughs> step back. Not only that, but they had, um, advertised like a taxi service too. <laughs> yeah. Remember we were like, oh shit, we can get something to eat and they'll bring us and back bring to us our back, hotel. Yeah. So we step in, there's literally one table and you feel like you're in somebody's living room and we sit down and these people just cook super fresh. I think I got a curry and you got, you got pad thai, I think. Yeah. It, or vegetable I did. I mean, pad thai. It, was, it was amazing. Yeah, it it was, was so good. I mean, and I got the Masaman curry, which is like their, the, uh, the curry that they make most in Phuket. I don't even know what word mm-hmm. I'm looking for at this point, but, um, it's the curry of Phuket. Um, so I got the Masaman. It was really, really good. And, um, when we finished eating, they were like, okay, we can take you back now. I'm like, what is, this is brilliant. Oh, it was great. Imagine like a little Excellent. like place where you could just like so sit, you- eat, and then just get a ride. Even if it's up by the beach here, like that yeah. would be such a good like moneymaker. Like we didn't need to wait for Alex. She nope. was like, no, well, here, after you're done eating, we'll just, you get in my we'll family car and yeah. I'll take you back. Like a nice car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just take just you wherever you're going. Just get into my minivan that I, that I bring my children to school in and I'll just take you back. And, and I was like, okay. Um, we were like, okay. Awesome. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so we did that. And then we slept for 14 hours. <laughs> yeah, no, we literally, so we got, we got back, I think around, maybe a little after, like a little after noon, yeah. right? A little after noon, we got back. We walked around like Mortal Kombat in the hotel, like, oh, what do you want to do? And then we pass out, <laughs> and I think we wake up at like one or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And like, we had slept hard as hell for what, 10, 11, 12 yeah. hours. I don't know. I can't remember. And then... But we knew that Nick and Caroline were coming in at like six a.m. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, shit, like, like we should just go. And to we sleep. were, I mean, we were wide awake at yeah. two a.m. We were, it was, we were vibing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we were making noise. Yeah. Like being loud and shit. Like, 
Um, but uh, then they, Nick and Caroline come in a few hours later. We meet up with them. I literally looked then, over our balcony and I saw them unloading their luggage. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, hey, like screaming down. <laughs> and this lunatic that had just done like a CrossFit competition walked to like a restaurant like i mean just we had already experienced so many things like before they had even gone there and it had been 12 hours like it was just yeah i'm glad we did it though i mean oh, yeah yeah i, mean, I think back and it was like really really dumb of me to think that i could even do anything in that kind of environment but i mean i i, I didn't like the fact that we i would have preferred to left. just go for a workout right yeah but at the same time like it was pretty dumb of us to do that. so dumb yeah and there was no point so dumb and, like, we did but we okay to be fair we did the qualifier remember we did the qualifier here at home and we qualified and they were like yeah. okay you're you guys are in we're like okay and right but then i was just like i'm not well also i'm I not think fit enough for this that comp took all day right and yeah then we were supposed there to was come another back. day we were supposed uh -huh. to come back the next day yeah so that's two days yeah like no we're on vacation no. now so mm -hmm. we got a couple workouts in and we were okay that's good yeah that's enough um so i, I will say too when it comes to the food the food in thailand is excellent amazing um, but believe it or not stick to your mom and pop like yes. small local shops trying to go to these big fancy restaurants there honestly the quality of food in our opinion yeah is not good and we had just about everybody get sick on eating quote-unquote higher quality food yeah um it was a lot of uh and we'll get into this like more when we when we talk about like what we did there but um it was more of the stuff that's targeted towards tourists tourists yeah that you yeah you know agree um you have like i mean we stupidly went to an italian restaurant like i don't even know why we thought that was a good idea well uh, let's back up a little bit like so just eat the thai food eat the fresh seafood eat the like right <laughs> why are you trying to get pizza in thailand so like just don't do that let's back up a little bit too though we did um this one boat excursion mm -hmm. all right well one it was amazing what did we do we went, took this boat out yeah it was uh it was the um what is the name of the bay i can't remember um, the name of the bay no i have to look at it right. um it was the, it was a certain bay and um it was oh fang na okay fang na bay and it was beautiful yeah absolutely amazing and it was a whole day's worth of canoeing and um like boating swimming swimming um in the middle of the ocean in the middle like, of the ocean and, well in this bay fang now bay which like is like the side of the uh side of phuket island um beautiful like mountain rocks coming out of the water yeah there's like these like, caverns like they're like freestanding um like jungles like they're cylindrical like rock jungles in the middle of the bay and there's like independent communities of like macaques and like certain bugs <laughs> and like a bunch of other like species living just in this like floating because there's nowhere for them to go so it's not like these monkeys can like swim across the bay and go inland they just have lived there their whole lives which is mind-boggling to me like they've just lived in this little jungle in yeah. the middle of the bay their whole lives and um so we took these like inflatable like canoes to see everything and we had to like canoe through like a bat cave so like it was pitch black and we're canoeing and you can smell the bats like they were just like yeah. so oh the rank like and the the guy our tour guide was like it's gonna smell really bad like just so you know we're like excellent can't yeah. wait and we go through the the bat cave and then he's like okay you're gonna lay completely flat in your canoe and we're gonna go under these rocks so like claustrophobics beware like you have to go lay completely flat in your canoe and you're gonna because that's the only way that you can fit under to get into these little jungles and we got we go under and it was like you know 10 full seconds of like okay we're going under, we're going under. And then when you emerge on the other side, you're just in this big, lush, like, I don't even know, like oasis. Like it's like a yeah, it was beautiful. jungle, mm -hmm. like in the inside. And you can see the sky through the top and there's, you know, the water's there. And I mean, it was just like the most breathtaking experience I've ever seen. Um, but there's only one way out and that's through the back cave again. And mm -hmm. then they all hiss when they hear us coming. And it was just like, yeah. again, not for the faint of heart, but. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but then, so we had, that was like a whole day experience. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner on the boat. And we were just like canoeing, get, would get back on the boat, canoeing, swimming, get back on the boat. And uh, at night we had, uh, so we ate dinner, um, which was cooked on the boat. And I have a feeling that. Was that lunch or dinner? It was dinner. Oh, okay. And I have a feeling that like all the food had just been sitting well, so the way I don't they, think they really like I don't think they really use like traditional refrigeration the way that we use it. Like I don't sense. think they keep everything on ice the way that we do. Like so 
I think that all the food that they made for us, from what I saw, was just like sitting. It was really good, but I will say that the shrimp, and I said this while we were yeah. there, I was like, well, I was like, hmm, the shrimp smell kind of farmy. Farmy meaning I like got the bite of shrimp towards my face and I was like, this smells kind of like the bottom of a horse stable. Like, you know, when you walk into like yeah, where the cows like. cows are hanging out in like a barn and you're like, that has a distinct <laughs> smell. The f- shrimp smelled like that. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. Julian just threw... Th- there's not, all not just me. You, no, yeah, we're gonna you, bring Nick into this too. Yeah, now. you and my brother. Yes, we we were like, yeah, that's fine. We ate it anyway. Ate, shoved it in their face. Not a good. So idea. again, we were fine, and so later that night, it's dark out. There's lightning storms. They're like, let's get back in our canoes, and I'm like, okay, in this lightning storm, great, sounds great. So that's what we did, and we made these candles on like these lotus flowers, and they floated away, and it was this beautiful thing that we did. Yeah. Totally unsafe, but we did it. Um, and what did we have the next day planned? I don't think we had really much. I think we were just kind of hanging out, going to the beach. Was it the massages? At night, yeah. Oh, okay. I think, but during the day, I think we were just going to the beach. Yeah, so. just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother can tell this story better than I can, but um, <laughs> the next day, Julian and I were fine that night. Yeah, we were fine. We were fine. The next day, uh, I go to get my brother because we're like, all right, we'll go get breakfast and then we'll go to the beach. Um, I go to get him and Caroline, his girlfriend, was like, yeah, like I, we're just going to need a few more minutes. Like, you know, I'll come out with you and like, can we just run and get like a croissant and a coffee or something? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, you know, I don't need like a whole breakfast. So we go out and she tells me this horrendous story of food poisoning that's just like something out of a movie. Mm-hmm. And he, so... I guess the farm shrimp got to him and <laughs> he woke in the middle of the night and just like the way he woke up was shit like, by shitting himself <laughs> in the bed. Okay. So <laughs> like was sleeping and then wakes up to just uncontrollable geyser of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Okay. So, um, that caused a mess obviously. And he was like asking Caroline for help. He's like, can you just take the blanket off of me? She's like, what's the matter? What, what, like what? It's like the middle of the night. And like, he's just like, I just <laughs> shit my pants. And she was like, oh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like pulls the covers off. He like waddles to the bathroom, like gets himself situated. But I guess he just wasn't the same from that because he was just, you know, he was just not, I don't know, ready to go out in the morning. His stomach hurt and everything else. So we got him um, his little croissant and his coffee. And, uh, and we came back and I was like, you know, you got to just suck it up. Like we're in Thailand. We're not in Thailand forever. You got to get up, you know, whatever. So he gets up, we go to the bathroom. (laughs) I mean, we go to the, not the bathroom, the beach. And in Thailand, you have to pay like a couple coins, which is like a couple bot to go to the bathroom. Like you, you, it's just like custom there. Like yeah. you can't just use the bathroom. You have to pay to use the restroom. Yeah, you have to yeah. pay to use the restroom. So he like throws a bunch of his bot at this poor lady that's sitting by the bathroom. He's just like, I just need to use the bathroom. It's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes running in and uh, and uh, the rest is history. So, um, so yeah, that was like the first like really bad encounter with like food poisoning, whatever. A couple of the other things that we did that were super cool. Um, we did a quad like adventure yeah it was awesome atvs yeah atvs yeah. through the jungle and again no safety protocols at all so we were just like oh, I, I love the crash course on the ATVs. But yeah this is go and this is stop this is so. stop and if you have any questions don't ask them because you're stupid <laughs> and we were just like okay so but we rode the we rode the atvs through the jungle like all up the way and down hills up and down hill. yeah like um, crashing into each other it was just like really ha- hazard and then up to a what a big Buddhist, Buddha, a big, big Buddha. Buddha, which is a modern wonder of the world. Um, it's a Buddhist temple at the top of the mountain in uh, Phuket, and uh, it's like I'm sure you could Google it. It's like a giant white Buddha statue, and in the base of it is a uh, is a temple, a like a worship temple, like that's still operating now yeah, with actual monks walking through. with monks walking through it and um when Caroline and I got up there, we had to put on our uh, they gave us like these little fabric like skirts and like shawls because we were in like gym shorts and tank tops and they were like um you know it's it's respectful to like cover up and i was like oh shit okay so i like wrapped this like textile around my around my waist and then around my shoulders um but yeah that was really cool the views from up there was like they were like insane oh it was amazing you could see the entire island you could see every beach you could see every yeah every part of the island so it was yeah amazing. it was great we um we also got uh thai massages right yes thai massage was great Without a happy ending, obviously. 
<laughs> yes, I it's not obvious because there are signs like there. We started to learn towards the end. We were like, okay, like that sign means that like you can get a little tug and pull here. Oh my god, you could easily identify yeah. it, it, it. But we were in like a hotel resort. Like we yes, weren't in it like was one legitimate. of the. Yeah, right, right, it was right. a hotel. But if you just take a walk down the street, yeah, and, you know, yeah, you get a different kind of massage. <laughs> you can get whatever you want. You can get whatever you. you, you could literally get whatever you want. The U.S. dollar goes a long way. It goes a long way. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's like a main strip that kind of reminded me of like Vegas or like New Orleans. It was called uh, Bangla Road. Yep. And it was like full of bars and clubs and like dancers and like all this crazy stuff and that's like where it would really pop off at night that's where like if you're single you need to you need to listen you need to train to go to this road because they will get you and you'll wake up and it's Uh uh-huh it's like the hangover what happened to your entire life like yeah so you need to be careful yeah (laughs) there's like gambling there's like shows there's like sexually provocative like porn shows like oh yeah crazy stuff that goes on um but and i mean it goes on all night like when we so when we landed we had mentioned that we got there there's like no closing time at like 6 a.m and there were people still raging outside and remember yeah i think even during like normal like morning hours too but i think that that was residual from the night before because it was still dark yeah people were still but they didn't close down they were still serving people no letting people i know but i'm saying like it it was from the night before people were still out yeah um But yeah, it was it was wild. It was insane. Julian and I went there a couple of days because uh, my brother ended up leaving like two days before us. Yeah. So we went um, a couple of times to Chiang Mai or Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai, uh, Bangla Road, and it was great. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We um, got to ride elephants, like baby elephants. We got to ride, well, not yeah, kind of like sit on them. But we went to the, we went through the, the ones. I kind of like did a little bit of research on it, and we went to the ones that were like more sustainable. I guess you could say like they the treatment of the elephants was better than the ones that they use for like herding or I'm sorry, trekking, which yeah. means like riding an elephant through the jungle, which is really not good for them, and um, they're not meant to do that. So if you go to Thailand, just know that you're like a dick if you're doing that. Um, but th- what like happened? Elephants are very smart too. They like, are. They're, they're really smart like, animals. They, un- they understand like feelings. Yeah. And like, don't think like if you're being mean to them, don't think that they don't like feel that they feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we learned that um, elephants used to be used um, for like logging um, and like tree. Yeah. Like tree hauling um, back in like colonial times. And so then when they didn't need them anymore and like the industrial revolution happened over there and they had like machines to do it, they had all these elephants, these Indian elephants and like nothing to, you know, and nowhere for them to go, nothing for them to do. And of course, being mankind, we want to find a way to monetize that. So they became a huge tourist trap. Um, You know, there's a lot of, you know, circus type shows that you really should stay away from. It's not good for the animals. Um, there's trekking, like I said, where you like ride an elephant for like hours and it's just really not what they're naturally supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but that being said, there's a bunch of sanctuaries, um, which is kind of what we looked into to, to um, hang out with the elephants that we saw. And uh, and so there there are sustainable options and there are uh, humane ways that they treat them there. But you just got to kind of do your research and uh, and find those. Yeah. Elephants was like life changing. That was like, mm-hmm. I mean, they put their I got a hug from one. I got yeah, like a they were sweet they're so sweet and they have these like big soulful eyes i know they're just they're amazing and they were the ones that we saw were babies they were only like two or three years old yeah. and um like i said indian elephants so they have like the small ears uh the smaller ears um african elephants have like the big like umbrella like ears. ears yeah yeah so you know uh what kind they are when you see them um but yeah that was like that was probably my favorite part was the elephants yeah, obviously we love the elephants, elephants but I was great. also dreadfully ill that morning because I had gotten food poisoning <laughs> Yeah, from, from like a five-star Italian restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrity <laughs> chef um, Owns this restaurant in like a hotel. So we're like, all right, let's make a reservation there But again mistake to try and eat Italian food like that was just dumb. Yeah, but you got so you got um, Lobster ravioli, right? Yep. So I think it's the way they handle their seafood. Yeah, and it's just different than some how places ha- right. Yeah, it's different than we have it, how we handle it here in the US. Yeah, so I think that's and like the creamy sauce and the it was just like too much. It was good. Yeah, granted, it, it was, was very good, good when and I we, ate and it. We got a pizza too. Yeah, and like honestly, the food was it was good Italian food. Um, but I think again, you getting the, the violently the, sick the lobster or the crab ravioli. Yeah. I think it was just it was the seafood part of it. That you got to just, just stick to like the curries. You got to stick to the curry pad thai papaya salad. Very good there. Yeah. Um, Lo- the coconut local shops. soup. Yeah, yes. coconut soup breakfast. I noticed breakfast um, is very good. Breakfast there. is very good. We went to a bunch of different like hotel buffet breakfasts 
And I noticed that their eggs are like the freshest eggs I've ever seen. Yeah, they're very good. Like they're like the real orange yolk. Remember? Yeah. Like they were just like bright. And I was like, oh, that's probably what an egg should look like. And the food is good. Really high quality. Mm -hmm. um, very good. Fruit. Really good fruit. I think. What, Smoothies. Didn't you guys get. Well, you were at some coffee shop a couple of times. And you got some coffee with like ice cream. Oh, in yeah. It, like, ice cream in yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. They do. Uh, a lot of times in Thailand, they do ice cream in their coffee. Like standard. Yeah. So I, that became something I was used to. And then I got back here. I was like, well, where can I go and get ice cream? And they're like, well, that's a milkshake. That's not a coffee. Yeah, it's like, no, it's I'm coffee. I'm like, no, it's coffee. It's how I start, want to start my day. So uh, if you could just keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was. But yeah, overall, the food was really, really good. Really fresh. Um, again, stick to little bodegas. I mean, that's just the way to go. Yeah. And I think I have like a, a stomach of an iron stomach but i think the only time i ever felt to where i was like i'm gonna, gonna die now was, was towards the end so towards the end like, all right let's just we flew we were flying out late sunday nights we knew we had a 24-hour flight ahead of us um we were, all right let's just stick to something simple there was a hard rock cafe right across the street from our hotel yeah we go to the hard rock cafe i'm like all right let me just get a burger mm -hmm. the, i eat, eat the burger the burger wasn't great but i was like right, let me just eat this because it's gonna be a long flight and then taking off from Phuket, heading towards Beijing. While we're taking off from Phuket, I'm like, I'm going to throw up all over this yeah. airplane. And I think what it was, after talking to Carly, I think it just, again, how they handled their meat, it tasted, yeah. it, I think what happened was it was frozen, thawed, and then frozen, thawed, frozen, thawed, frozen, frozen thawed, thawed, probably yeah. over and over again until it was eaten. Um, I think, again, so I, luckily I didn't throw up, but um, I just sh shut my eyes and I just fell asleep for a little while until we landed. Yeah, yeah we... Um <laughs> The only other thing that we, <laughs> it's funny because like when we heard about the wet markets that this alleged bat came from that started this whole thing, allegedly started this whole thing. I don't even think we really understand where this came from, but the whole, um, the bat that somebody ate, the bat soup or whatever <laughs> in like the wet markets in China and Wuhan, China. Right. We literally immediately were just like, oh, wet markets. We've been there. Like there was we one, in one in Thailand. Yeah. yeah there was one in Thailand it's that we went to. Though. It was it an terrible. experience. But again, like you have to just like do these things or like you're not really going to get in my mind you're not really going to get a full yeah understanding of you, like you just got to do it you don't, yeah. need, you don't need to eat anything when you go to these yeah markets, just see just it be there yeah, yeah just be there see it like see how these like you know how their economy is how they like how their markets and stuff operate i think it's important and we took like a little tuk tuk which is um like an open air like cab like yeah. motorcycle cab, cab thing. thing yeah like try it's like three wheels right it's like a three-wheeler like that yeah, yeah. Um, so we, again, to experience that, we took a tuk-tuk and, um, so we get to this wet market and I had bought a bunch of cashmere, um, scarves like for, to bring home as gifts because the textiles there are really pretty. Like they have really pretty, um, you know, designs and stuff like that. And again, your American dollar goes super far in Thailand. So you mm -hmm. can get like really nice cashmere scarves and pashminas for like nothing. Um, so we bought a bunch of stuff from this market, but like, as we were walking out, we saw like all the other stuff that they were selling and it was just like any kind of bug you could ever imagine crickets oh, to eat yeah yeah crickets cockroaches spiders scorpions like anything oh, yeah. any bug it. beetles um centipedes they eat, they eat insects yeah. they just eat insects and they roast them like they put them on like a stick and they roast them and they just eat them. and it's like we should and like as americans we shouldn't go like oh my god i can't they do that like no that's part of their culture and it's, it's like, super it's super industrious i feel like it's super like okay i'm gonna use everything this land has to offer yeah like so like it's just not a norm for us in the u.s but like in other countries it it's normal like mm -hmm. to eat insects and to eat things from the wet market and, you know like it's it's you know yeah. it's, it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. And uh yeah, so we and there was like uh like rawhide like um like mammal skin like uh, that was dried out that you could get. I don't even remember that, but yeah. And eat that. <laughs> it was like hanging, it was like air dried. Yeah. Because again, like they use the whole animal, so they're going to use Oh yeah. their skin and the Yeah. cartilages and all this other stuff, so nothing goes to waste. Yeah. Whether it was to be eaten or to be made into some sort of leather or I don't, you know, I don't know um you know, I know the pig skin. I think they use as like kind of chicharrones, <laughs> like cracklins. Yeah. But I don't know. But they use every like I, like they had. The only thing that was a little upsetting is like they had like these pet stores and it was like really not okay. Like the pet stores. Yeah. The pet stores. Yeah. Like the dogs and the guinea pigs and the cats and the like the cages on top of each other. Yeah. At the wet market. Yeah. yeah. It was like crazy. I was yeah. like, uh, is this where you go? Like if you want like you know, Fido for the family. I guess. No, I hope not. I hope not. No. Yeah, it wasn't very humane the way that they kept the pets right, domesticated just, animals. Just different standards, Again, different way of yeah, doing things, you know. Totally. Um 
Yeah. But we, uh, yeah, we got to experience a, a ton of stuff and we had, I mean, we look back on that trip and we're like, we had so much fun. Yeah. It was great. We, we were there for 10 days. 10 days. It was definitely an experience. I mean, by the end I was only eating fruit, but that's neither yep, here nor there. Ice cream. We, were just, <laughs> fruit, we just need something. Fruit and white rice, <laughs> unencumbered white rice. And the ice cream we had, we were like, maybe we, we could just get ice cream. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, we but I mean, like from a from a perspective of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I was like, oh, breakfast, I'll have like a couple of watermelon slices, like that'll do it. I don't need to eat anything else. R- right, but we were um we were still at, like, at the beach every day, you yeah. know, like in the beach, like you could get you know beautiful um, beach. a chair like mm-hmm. up front on the water, and then like they would serve you mm-hmm. you know smoothies, and then like depending on which smoothie company was serving you, yeah, um you could get like alcohol in it, yeah. So we'd be like getting floaters. rum and whatever in the in in the uh, smoothies, and it was great. Beautiful just hanging beaches. out, just drinking, yeah, having a good time. Um, yeah, it was really. And then you know, right outside of our hotel, there was literally this whole party area. Remember that? Yeah, the Australian bars. Oh yeah, all they these were Australian all, bars. Um, they weren't Australian owned. They were just Australian themed. They were like yeah. little huts, like yes. little tiki huts. And it was like a row of tiki hut bars. And like we spent a lot of time there. We would go there like before dinner, after dinner. Yeah. And then like one night we were there all night. And then they gave us the karaoke. You were playing kar- songs like American yeah. US songs. Everyone was vibing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. It was really great. And like I said, the people there are just delightful. So yeah, everyone was having a real good time. Just, you know, yeah. partying. It, it's, yeah. it's diverse. Like, yeah. It, it's very, it's, it's really nice. I would um, definitely go back there 100%. And then there was one more thing that we did too say it <laughs> so carl and i went and got tattoos yeah um so we got them uh, so the thing there i know, feel like at this point in the episode people are probably like jesus yeah but uh, so what did you not do so tattoo like, tattoo parlors there are huge it's, it's yeah. huge and yes. they're very clean they're very clean so you know we wanted to get like not a buddhist tattoo the traditional like bamboo with the bamboo saying yeah we were there you know so i looked it up a little bit and i was like um i saw that you know if you go to a Buddhist, they're called Watts. The temples are called Watts, W-A-T-T. And if you go to a Buddhist Watt um, and you're a practicing Buddhist, like a monk will do these tattoos for you. Like in exchange for, they said like in exchange for like a pack of cigarettes or like, you know, some other like small form of like exchange. But I also read that like if you're not a practicing Buddhist, it's like super disrespectful to go and do that. Like as a white person to just go and be like, can yeah. I have a Buddhist tattoo? Like from, from a monk, right? from a monk. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. And like even a Buddhist tattoo, like you really shouldn't have one unless much less get one in Thailand, unless you're a practicing Buddhist. It's like right. super disrespectful. So, um, we looked up a bunch of designs and we got, I got, ended up getting, um, the Thai word for adventure on my foot, um, done by what I think was one of the best guys in Thai, in Phuket that does it. Oh, yeah. Um, he was yeah, like for sure. renowned, like he was all over the internet. Um, super nice guy. Um, really good, really good at his craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, I mean, he used a bamboo stick. He used a bamboo stick with a needle on the end and he just like tapped, like manually tapped like the way that you would see a machine, like rapidly, like fire the needle in. Like he was just manually like tap, 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 tap. It's funny too. Like those tattoos on us, like they haven't faded. Nope. Like at all. Like yeah. so the way they're done, like in, in people are like, Oh, did it feel worse than like a real, no, in, in just, my opinion, it felt ex- almost exactly the almost same. The same, a little different because like I said, it's a human doing a tapping. Motion. It's a human doing the tapping motion as opposed to the rapid fire of a machine. Right. Um, but the the cool part is that our tattoos were ready to go in the in the ocean or in the water within an hour. Yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, just give it an hour and then you can go." And I was like, "What?" Great. And, and it hasn't faded. And it hasn't faded. So it's like the best looking. I was yeah. expecting it to like fade into like a, just a dark blob, but it's fine. No, it's it, it's great. And I know Carly got you have you got that that word right adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get like I just got like a design. I was like, "Yeah, like yeah, I, I just can you do this?" Like, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, boom. <laughs> but <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I, I at one time I knew how to say the word in, in Thai. Thai is a super complex language. Yeah. Um, at one point I knew how to say it, but I don't anymore. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a trip of a lifetime. It was really great. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It was definitely. We look. We talk about it all the time. We look back on it. Talk about it all the time. Um, highly recommend for those of you who are adventurous um, and want something a little bit different um, and can tolerate a, pr- a plane ride that's twenty one hours. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was one for the books, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely one of those one of those places where you're like, oh, maybe one day I'll go to Thailand. But you're like, but that's not gonna. But ever like, happen. I never and will. Definitely. And it's like, but you do when you do go, you're like, wow, I'm really glad I went. It's like, wow, this is this is Thailand. Amazing. Yeah. It, no, it really is. It was. It's amazing. Uh, tons of fun. Beautiful scenery, weather, everything. Um, just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, um, 
super excited to kick off season two. Um, we thought we'd start it off with a bang with uh, the Thailand travel blog. Um, this is one we were super excited to record because we, like I said, we love Thailand and we did so much stuff there that we want to share with everybody. Um, if anybody has any questions or any feedback um, about Thailand for us, let us know. Slide into the DMs, WJT Podcast on Instagram and WJT Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're going to start uh, compiling more episodes for weekly release for season two. Um, and as always, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, communicating with our audience and, you know, you guys let us know what you want to hear and we're happy to talk about it. Thanks guys for tuning in. Again, remember, we're just talking. We're just talking. Perfect. Hosted on dimlywit.com.